This is Things You Might Not Have Heard. I am Jay Cleveland Payne, and today I'm going to present for you yesterday's latest in information for politics, current events, and pop culture. This is your go-to subliminal source for news, and some of the news mainstream, some of it not so mainstream, unconventional we call it. And these are some stories maybe you missed, maybe you saw them, but a little extra added context to all the news we present to you. We'll present to you eight news stories that were vetted by you as conversational from the top 15 of the day from yesterday. And if you're watching the video, the teaser graphic does have Jonathan Majors and a very special guest as he goes into court. We'll talk about him basically right off the bat but eight ever eight stories totally get into that you help vet for the day we'll explain that process at the end of the headlines and bring some fun today things as well you should stay tuned for all that great stuff we have all the information you need about us the conversation project and me jacob and Payne, at our website this is a conversation project.com details for how we do these things and why we do these things are there so check it out so it's less of me yakking in this thing and more giving you the news headlines which we'll get into Right now, basically, today happens to be Friday, December 1st, 2023, 24 days till Christmas, by the way. And let's get into the headlines for today, which are, you know, technically the news that we dealt with on the yesterday. That's how this thing works out. First headline is right off the bat. Let's get into it. Jonathan Majors arrives for a domestic violence trial with making good at his side and a Bible in hand. Appearances make a difference. And actor Jonathan Majors has made a pretty good appearance for his domestic violence trial. In hand with his new girlfriend making good, good thing, and carrying a Bible. Maybe also a good thing. The pair walked into court together and Majors took a seat in the front row of the gallery. Um, the former New York City prosecutor, Ju uh, Julia A. Saunders, tells Yahoo Entertainment about the appearance that everything is about appearances during the trial. And this is a great appearance. Supported by his girlfriend wearing a sharp suit, looking very dapper, and carrying a Bible, showing that he is um, maybe repentant or showing some sort of faith in relevance to what's going on. This is not someone that women should be afraid of, is a quote that she gave for this one. Uh, you will see how this thing plays out as the whole thing will do. What we're dealing with is not only the life and career of Mr. Jonathan Majors, but essentially the upstanding values, if you will, of the Marvel Semantic Universe. The actors fighting a misdemeanor assault and harassment charges stemming from an altercation with a no ex-girlfriend Jabari um her first name's not in the, the notes so apologies for that but with an ex-girlfriend where he, he, he had some issues at a party uh, now we'll see how this one plays out in court obviously and when court is done how it plays out in the court of public opinion let's go on to our next story another big one on domestic abuse if we will Bill Zimbecker Von Miller facing arrest for assaulting a pregnant person, Dallas police say. This is a very serious, just like the last one, this is a very serious uh, thing that is developing. Buffalo Bills linebacker Von Miller has turned himself into police after being charged with domestic violence against a mother of his children. Why they put in it as a pregnant person in the actual title, I don't know, headlines and completely corrected. But yes, the mother of his children was uh, basically attacked by Von Miller. Uh, Buffalo Bills linebacker is wanted, was wanted in Dallas for major disturbance of the home. Um, we will see how this thing plays out. He's actually um, 40 year old, had a surgery repaired knee, and has been shown gradual improvement on the field. But apparently, this is something that's going to have to be dealt with off the field as well. We will see how this one plays out in the court of courts and, of course, court of opinion as well. Let's stick with Texas in a slightly different pen. Texas mom booted from school district sex ed panel after prostitution convictions, escort work exposed by parents. Ashley Ketcherside, 38-year-old, was busted twice for her side hustle before serving on a council that recommends appropriate grade levels and methods of human sexuality instruction. 
But, um, you know, detailing herself online as a true girl next door, doing, um, you know, prostitution and sex work there, tends to be an issue that some other parents did not quite like. Although, in a sense, she may be the right person for the job here. As we say in these things often, your mileage may vary. She was convicted of prostitution on at least two occasions in Fort Worth, and uh, her parents found several um, profiles of her on escort sites, which said she could, um, you know, essentially uh, find clients, uh, that can, and that could be um, for up to $3,000 or so. This is a deeply detailed one, and of course, maybe I'll say deeply flawed, just because lack of better words. Not that any of us are perfect, but this is one where their Dallas or, or Texas are trying to find some way to actually do something in the real, uh, you know, teach equitable sex ed, if you will. And the, one of the people they found to do that essentially was a little better at it professionally than the people had actually known. This kind of is a good a transition. Actually, it's not, but we're just going to go into it. An appeals court has reinstated a gag order against Donald Trump, siding with the judge in a civil fraud trial. Now, at this point, I am confused on what's happening, but New York Judge Arthur Ergron issued a limited gag order after Trump published a social media post about the count, the court clerk. The gag order was eventually broadened to bar attorneys in the case from commanding on court staff, and right now it's back in place, although it was taken off and brought back in. I am confused at all the whole thing what's going on. This is dealing with his civil fraud child that may turn out to be, you know, disevolving his business. In fact, as for all practical purposes, his business is essentially gone. But we're going to see what the actual damage is. Trump and his allies called Greenfield the clerk a partisan attack dog in social media sites immediately after gag order was temporarily lifted. That's because as soon as it's opened up, they basically start beating people down. It goes back, it goes back, and it goes back, it goes back, it goes back, it goes back. And we'll see how things plays out. This thing still has a few more weeks left in trial. And of course, Donald Trump has four other major cases, federal cases, and that whole presidential election thing going on. GOP Representative George Santos refuses to resign and warns his expulsion from Congress would set a precedent, which is pretty serious. About six people have been totally uh, expelled from Congress since Congress has been around the whole 200 plus years. And here's where things get interesting. Most of them have been expelled for actual things. They can convicted of crimes and were taken out or they were essentially colluding. They were like most of them that were taken out were agents of the Confederacy when the Civil War happened, so they removed them of their post when they brought back them to the United States. George Santos, not quite convicted of a crime yet, but essentially the cases, his whole campaign was lies. Everything was lies, and the gross misconduct and misuse of what he did is worthy of getting rid of the guy because he's just kind of scum. Although some people say this will have a president that will allow a president that will allow people to get rid of people who are scum, which should be the point. It apparently isn't the point. We'll see how this plays out. Oh, by the way, George Santos saying that if he gets this pulled, he's naming names and pulling out receipts for everybody else's dirty deeds. So there's that as well. Yeah. Meanwhile, receipts and names coming out on Piers Morgan as he names the royals who asked troubling questions about Archie's skin color. Now, I'm not sure what the deal is and how um, Piers is actually trying to um, take may maybe help. Uh, Meghan Markle, which doesn't seem like his, his royal plan, but he claims that King Charles and Kate Middleton were two of the racist royals that were named in um, a, a book uh, called Endgame that basically said, you know, what was going on as 
um, Meghan Markle was essentially taking her husband and leaving the royalty because all sort of weirdness going on in the royal family. And two people that were basically uh, leading the charge or saying the kind of weird color things were the king, uh, Archie's grandfather, and Kate Middleton, Archie's aunt. Um, he said he's going to reveal the names of two royals who were named in the Dutch version of the book, but that he did not believe any racist comments were actually made by any of the royal families. So he said this, um, uh, but it was kind of a weird thing where he doesn't think they actually did it. I don't know why the whole point of this was done. Piers Morgan essentially just trying to either get in the Meghan Markle's head or just, just be the general arse that he is uh, doing his thing. Endgame claims that King Charles and Meghan Markle exchanged letters about uh, about a lot of things going back and forth. You can believe what you want to believe. You can live on the facts that you're given and kind of go with that. Britney Spears admits fans suspicious that something's going on, in quotes, are also in quotes, right. Britney Spears has admitted to fans are 100% right to be worried about her. Her unusual social media posts and cryptic captions often fuel the fire. Um... One thing that's just really weird is that she's been posting a lot of things since she's been freed of her concerns and shit. Of course, after that, she got engaged and was planning to have a baby. And then the guy who essentially was, for all practical purposes, a babysitter uh, charged by her father to keep an eye on her, decided she was just way too crazy to deal with and left on. Now, Britney Spears has been posting all sorts of things on social media because she's free to do that. And all those things, most of those things have been extremely disturbing. And she says that her fans that are worried about her says... There are some things going on. She has had some issues. She's working things out. Some of the comments that I had from my actual responses to the stories and things I posted out there essentially said that Britney Spears, you know, you know, bless her heart. But right now she just needs some therapy and maybe OnlyFans account so she can keep this stuff behind closed doors and make some money off of it. Uh, nothing necessarily wrong with Britney other than that she needs to be a bit of, bit of an expositionist and doing it on the free channels the the instagrams whatnot is disturbing to everyone so doing it behind closed doors and having a little therapy in the background may help her out in the process we wrap up the eight stories today with this one Mehdi hassan cancellation on msnbc draws backlash this is one that i caught late last night as i was coming into some things i was working on and working on my pre-work for tomorrow morning or to this morning as you say uh and watching chris cuomo specifically where he dropped this thing and i had to go back and find it msnbc canceled many a show at a time when he was a vocal a person for human rights in gaza and the war ongoing and activists and advocacy groups cried foul the decision essentially um the people who are pro-palestinian pro-gaza anti-israel are having the issue the progressives who are saying that the palestinian american uh, uh, palestinian folks aren't having enough say aren't getting the true the real truth and are you know being prosecuted as i said earlier your mileage may vary on what you believe in the actual stories and what you're taking in we do know a very serious incident is going on in the area on both sides and people on both sides are suffering i will say as i've said often the terrorist group that decided to, to fire off an attack is the catalyst for this but what's going to be done behind this and who's the better side on each side the answer to that is no side is better both sides can get better no one's listening to me, so there you have it. So Hassan has been very vocal in his talks, in his words, in his show, and in his dealings to talk about how the Gazans, the people in Palestine, the people not Israeli, are getting a short end of the stick and needed more attention, needed more protections, needed more stuff. And MSNBC took that in their more 
even though they're more progressive in liberal ways, they took that as a way to essentially say we're not on the right side. He's not on the right side in this one. He's not pro-Israel enough, or at least not in the neutral zone enough that's going to work for them. He has lost his time on MSNBC. Many people who loved him for being him, loved him for what he was saying, and just loved him in general, not very happy for this. And as a journalist, you know, air quotes for that one, I'm always bummed when a person loses a gig. I'm always bummed when, when a job is gone. And that whole, that, that hour, those couple hours he does every week will be filled with something and someone will take it and someone may run with it and do great things with it. But however, uh, him losing a job for telling the truth, his truth, a version of the truth, a version that some people aren't taking very well, is always a bit disturbing. Being able to have, being able to have the platform to say what it is you want to say with backing um, at facts is a great thing, and letting people take those ideas and process themselves are great. The biggest issue is many people fear that we, the collective we, have issues with the processing part. So what facts were given, if they're bad facts, we take them as as real. And unfortunately, that's all too true in too many cases. That's the sad thing about that. In our omissions today, we're not talking about Angel Reese, who uh, in yesterday's posting, we said she was coming back to the lineup versus Virginia Tech after her four-game absence. She came back last night and was big time last night uh, after no one's really speculating why she was gone. The big news that we believe it is is that her parents, or the parents of some of the kids, are beefing behind the scenes, and because Angel Reese barely has a very bad GPA, not great at school, not great at going to class, and shouldn't be on there because of basic assignments. We don't really know because no one's going to say those words out loud. But Angel Reese came back to basketball and LSU on up last night to help perform great performance for their team. Let's talk about our teaser story for the weekend. The weekend coming up for today, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, and a little bit of Monday. If you want to talk about this story, you just need to engage in it from now and keep the numbers high enough by Monday that it's in the top 30 of all the stories over the weekend. We should get about 90 or so stories for the three days plus. And so if you want to talk about this, this being Golden Bachelor, colon, Jerry Turner and fiance to marry and wedding ceremony airing live on ABC. Now the Golden Bachelor had its live uh, finale and what's going to go big with this is uh, Golden Bachelor Jerry um, Jerry Turner, uh, big deal. People loving the golden version of The Bachelor, a little less scandalous, although, you know, grannies being Granny's trying to out-sex each other. A little creepy in its own. And think of the grandchildren, of course. Now, big news on this is that on January the 4th, they're going to get married live on TV, on ABC. <coughs> that might be a bit much on this, but hey, they're milking this for all they can. Do you want to talk about The Golden Bachelor, the whole series, which essentially was a breakout in uh, a season when there was no real TV to watch for a while. And... The actual live TV marriage and how this one's not going to go all E Bravo on us like the rest of us do. Follow us on our feeds, Facebook and Twitter. Facebook.com slash this is a conversation project and Twitter.com slash TH underscore conversation. Just follow us there. And what you'll see every 50 minutes is a news article from various places. This one's out there, so you may have to go back a bit to go find it. Engage in the story. Simply like it, love it, hate it, share it. And we take the pure number of engagement and turn it into an actual score that is kind of even out so it ranks things up. And we'll go to the top stories to pull for these things. For to, for Monday, I should say, we'll pull 30 stories, top 30 stories, and 10 of those to give to you in that headline show. Uh, rest of the week, Tuesday through Friday, we'll give you eight stories from top 15. So if you want this one to be talked about come Monday and maybe next week in the weekly wrap-up, engage in it. 
right now. And also engage with our Spotlight sponsor for the day. And it's a brand new sponsor for us, but you may have heard of these folks before. Ground News. Ground News allows you to see news from every single side, every single part of the story. We have bias in our news, and we do that on purpose. But we also pull news stories from various sources with the headlines and the actual sources being biased and try to discern that as we do this. We'll say a Fox News story there and pull it and give them the Fox News headline, or sometimes we'll pull a CNN story and put the MSNBC headline on it like that to see what happens as we mix it up, see what goes along. You get a chance to read the story and get most of the facts, because sometimes they get a little weird, and deal with the headlines per se. I usually don't change them up very much other than clear things out, and sometimes I basically wait till a story gets a better headline before I post some things that get kind of late. Ground News does all this stuff for you and does it way better than we could do it. Ground News is a great way to see all perspectives of a story. When you see a new story that is posted on Ground News, they'll give you the breakdown on where it's being posted, how many posted in the left, in the right, in the center, and what some of the headlines are reading and what the perspectives are. So if a groundbreaking story such as the, uh, the death of, of Henry Kissinger, which happened a few days ago, happens, you can see who's covering it how to cover it and how many people said it Kissinger was a great man and a wise person how many people called him the devil because some literally called him the devil ground news will give you all that and more check it out at this is the conversation project.com slash ground news this is the conversation project.com slash ground news right now right now right now they're still doing black friday pricing so you can get the ground news for uh for 10 for ten dollars a year uh, which is basically ninety dollars, ninety cents, uh, less than ninety cents a month. You can get all your news of programming and get it with some real perspective, like we try to do here. Check it out at thisisconversationproject.com/slash/groundnews. This is an affiliate link, so if you get the subscription, we get you know a couple pennies back. We thank you in advance for checking them out, checking us out, and using this as a great source. It's a great source I've been using for for months, and you will find better news coverage in your pocket with Ground News. Conversation Project lives online at this is a conversationproject.com. Check out our website, this is a conversationproject.com, where you can see more about what we do all day long. You can also visit some of our sponsors. We have all of them posted there on the website and our partnerships page. Partnerships page is important because what we need is more help from you guys. So going to the sponsors and helping us out that is great. Going to the partnerships page and directly helping us out is even greater. And we're not we're not asking you to do that. We're asking you to look and consider. What we're asking for is more engagement. So that's just going to the feeds and engaging in the stories and emailing us at the conversation inbox at gmail.com with your your feedback, your comments, stuff like that. The partnership stuff is is verited, is, is a warranted. It's great. We need it. But we need just the stuff, the engagement. We can work everything out. If you can engage with us, we'll figure things out on the most part. But we thank you in advance for anything you consider giving us, whether it's a simple one-time gift or you want to partner up for it directly for longer purposes. Now, the fun stuff, which we always get to at the end of the show, and fun stuff always begins with birthdays because birthdays are really fun. We are going with Bette Midler today for our first birthday, 78 years old on Bette Midler. And she was essentially the shortest name on the list. So we went with that. We were a bit leery because she wasn't essentially the up and popping person. Although Bette Midler is always up and popping. We're doing stuff. Uh, I'm not sure if she has popped off about what we're talking about in, in Israel and Gaza because everyone else has. Susan Sarandon basically getting um, canceled and fired. Uh, but Bette Midler, um, the the marvelous Miss Madam M, I believe that's how, she's, how they say it, um, do, do being stunning at 78 years old. Throwing seven Sarah Silverman as well at 53. 
why not? Because I'm looking at that screen as well. On this history lesson for the day, in 2004, Tom Brokaw anchored his last broadcast of the NBC Nightly News in 2004. That was you know, 20, 19, 20 years ago since we've had Tom Brokaw on as a normal person on the newscast. And people may believe he was the beginning of the end or maybe the end of the beginning uh, that was happening uh, for news coverage. Uh, there is no anchor, none like Don Brokaw, anyone left. Of course, we're not going back to Dan Rather. We're never going back to those days again. Uh, but what we have right now is a different time, different age, different era, and different ways to present the news and different people wanting different news, making it harder to do. Tom Brokaw doing the old school, sitting behind the desk and just sort of gravitasing it to all of us, no longer there. He does show up in election coverage here or there. He does. He did write the book about the greatest generation, which is something even younger generations need to kind of get into and understand how we got here. But his last actual newscast on this day back in 2004. And today we're going to celebrate Fried Pie Day. Why not? Because fried pies are freaking awesome. One of America's favorite comfort foods, fried pies are a perfect blend of sweet and savory, and they can be made with all sorts of different fillings. You can get to go to the store and just get your, you know, your hostess style pie, or you can go to one of your favorite restaurants where they fry them up nice and easy. Get yourself some fried pie today. Get your cholesterol. It can it can take a one day. It's the weekend. I mean, hey, you can you can you can you can take one fried pie, just one, not three, just one, or the mini pies. You can get two mini pies, or one large pie. But but that's that's where you cut it off right there. With that, we're cutting off the show right here. This Friday, December first edition of Things You Might Have Heard for 2023 is now done. Thank you so much for joining us for the show today. We cannot do the show without you, literally, because you tell us the stories. The engagement that you give to the stories tells us what to talk about. So make sure you stop by our feeds and engage in the stories. Facebook and Twitter will allow you to tell us what to talk about every single day literally now we are preparing for our weekend show so that's the weekly wrap-up which will be the top 10 stories per your peer engagement i won't do much curating i'll just take the numbers look at it and go from there now as you've been seeing before if you watch the show or listen to the the, the show in audio form on monday and tuesday you have a good idea what story number one and story number two is going to be and they deal with that person who's been taking over everything for months one of them with that other guy, one of them with another guy, because it's that, well, technically they're both with that guy. If you're curious, that's one reason to tune into the weekly wrap-up for this weekend, because you'll find out exactly who I'm talking about, which you probably already know, and the other guy, and some other guy who you probably know as well. There's also the story of the week, which I can guarantee you will not be one of those stories. Well, I can't guarantee you. Maybe it may overtake something. But the first story of the week will be an expanded version, expanded commentary on one of the top ten stories for the weekend that you said we're by peer engagement we'll have there plus we'll have some videos some shout outs some things as well for short work throughout the weekend and preparing for the monday edition of things you might have heard as we said 10 stories coming up from top 30 of the weekend what will those stories be we won't know until monday morning so we thank you so much for being a part of the show this week thank you for being with us for all the things we're doing everyone who's stepped in and, and, and reached out about the things we want to grow and do i appreciate that we'll talk more uh in the emails and the ethers on that way and if you want to be a partner stop our website click the link stay limber stay hydrated stay on task for all the grand things you're here to do and have a great friday have a great weekend let's do this thing again in a grand way come monday shall we i think we shall love you mean it i'll see you in a few days